the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. October 31st. Happy Halloween. I'm going to be a little bit rusty today. We're going to get through this. I get away for a couple days and Giants win the World Series. And four. New York almost gets wiped off the map. Experiencing very much so their own Katrina. Fiscally speaking, much more so than life cost speaking. For the first time since Friday, the opening bell, it rang. The sound of that bell, very significant. It represents commerce in the United States, transactions, and business. We can't, I'm not going to say we can't live without the stock market, but businesses can't live without the stock market. It's going to be a treat to see how Halloween unfolds. We started the day with the Dow up 68, the NASDAQ down 5, and the S&P 500 up 4. Oil up fractionally $88.88 a barrel. Gold sits at $17.20 an ounce. Some stocks that you may care about. Facebook is down $0.84, down to $21.10. Insiders get another opportunity to sell their shares. Spooky. The cash market for the stock market, it's going to be a choppy day of trade. We expect this. Apple, spooky. Their stock's under pressure today after announcing a little bit of a management shakeup. Johnny Ivey previously led the hardware design team. He's been upgraded to a position overseeing all of design, including the software side. This is good. The bad is that Scott Farshall, mobile software developer, he left and he was kind of bitter about it. Steve Jobs wanted him to sign, not Steve Jobs, well, maybe he did. But Tim Cook wanted him to sign an apology over, Google, uh, over Apple Maps. He wouldn't do it. Out he goes. Retail chief John Browett also leaving the company. He was a man who was brought in to replace Ron Johnson last January. was seen by many as a strange choice from the start. He ran a U.K. business called Dixon's, which had been noted for years and years of, years of having a horrible shopping experience. He comes to Apple. He started slashing staff at retail locations in an effort to increase margins, even if it meant sacrificing customer experience. So Apple doing the right thing. Success or failure starts at the top and starts bringing up the questions of, some of the decisions being put in place, not the past. Some of them having to be unwound. So some hurricane plays, Home Depot, Lowe's, Generac. More and more Americans are going to go out and get natural gas generators. You can hook it up to your propane tank, Generac, for instance. Casino operators, Atlantic City, ticker civil CZR, BYD. Boyd Gaming. Casino operators get in question today. Atlantic City is a mess. New Jersey is destroyed. Not saying that we lost much in New Jersey, but we lost a lot of uh, property in this storm. We've lost entire blocks. GM beat earnings expectations. Philip 66 beat earnings expectations. MasterCard beat earnings expectations. Clorox beat earnings expectations. Cummings missed, Eaton missed, Seagate missed, Agco missed. Some economic data out there today. Um, employment cost index for the third quarter increased four tenths of a percent after increasing five tenths of a percent in the second quarter. Growth in salaries slowed just up three tenths of a percent from expectations of up four tenths of a percent. In a deal that I absolutely positively love, Disney's acquiring. Lucasfilms. What's interesting to know about this is $4 billion deal sounds expensive, but 
Disney under Iger has pressed all the right buttons. Buying Pixar from Apple, people thought, how are you going to make money? He has. Buying Marvel, he made back that deal with the Avengers alone. And now Lucasfilm, something from my childhood which carried a, uh, a beautiful and wonderful Halo, the Star Wars franchise. He's going to make a seventh film. Iger is. Unfortunately, as far as directors go, Lucas won't be directing it. Disney owns ESPN, Disney owns Disney Channel. Some people consider them an intellectual property monopoly. Anything that kids are touching now from age 0 to 16, they have a tie-in. I'm sure they're thinking about buying Harry Potter. So fewer romantic comedies out of Disney, more superheroes. I guess you could say Luke Skywalker's a bit of a superhero, right? Who do they get to direct that franchise? It's going to be important. You know, Disney princesses, Pirates of the Caribbean, Cars, Avengers, Toy Story, Star Wars, The Muppets. Will these childhood obsessions of ours, will they last into another franchise? You have a kid today, you want your kids to have the same Toy Story experience you had, so yeah, I think it could. Every deal that he's done is delivered on its promise both in direct entertainment product revenue and in refreshing Disney's claim as the industry's source of most distinctive and uh, technologically sophisticated movie maker. This is a big deal. Um, forthcoming Shanghai Disneyland due to open in late 2015. It should be interesting to see if they integrate it as successfully as we're hoping that they do. So Sandy's an expensive storm. It's a storm that hit 60 million Americans. It's as much as Italy. It accounts for about 13.6 trillion of our economy. People aren't going to restaurants. People aren't going to Broadway shows, restaurants, uh, hotels, all getting affected. Some good stuff out there, right? Back to Lucas real quick. He pulls in $4 billion. Good year to do it. His capital gains are going to be going up at the end of the year. He serves as chairman of George Lucas Educational Foundation. He's already given $175 million to his alma mater, USC. He supports charities such as Make-A-Wish, Stand Up to Cancer, Film Foundation, amongst others. He's a divorcee. His net worth is over $3.3 billion already. He signed the Giving Pledge by Bill Gates and Warren Buffett to get America's wealthiest individuals and families to commit the majority of their wealth to philanthropic causes and charitable organizations. Use the force. So um, he's going to make a key. He's going to help the survival of the human race. I think that's pretty cool. Much cooler than taking it with you. To get your calls on the show, it's today. It's 800-516-1220. Like I said, I'm a little out of practice. Um, got a Black Wednesday coming up. Not this Wednesday, but the following it's going to be on the peninsula. You can learn more at kdow.biz, kdow.biz. I like the Black Wednesdays off the cuff. Gives you a chance to meet up and uh, bring a copy of your portfolio. Other hosts will be there. November 7th, 5 to 7 p.m., Menlo Grill, Bistro and Bar, Stanford Park Hotel. You can learn more at Rob Black or kdow.biz. That's kdow.biz. We'll take a break here. I'm Rob Black. You're listening to Rob Black and your money on the Wall Street Business Network. You're listening to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Disney's a big story in the news today in large part because they're buying into the George Lucas franchise and announcing Star Wars Episode Seven. This is a big deal. We all know Epcot. We all know Cinderella. But now Disney is the Avengers. And they're going to market that for a long, long time. 
And they're going to get Kids Jones about Captain America versus the Hulk versus uh, Iron Man and Iron Man 3 and Hulk 2 and Captain America 2. Who knows? They're going into the bigger franchises. They're stepping away from the one-time, sometimes hit-or-miss movies. Let's take a quick look at the market numbers, see how we're doing today. See if we can't put a finger or pulse on this market, on this economy. Market's open, and that's kind of stunning. It was shut down for two days, Monday and Tuesday, so this is the first day of trading this week. SP 500 up three, the NASDAQ down 10, the Dow Jones Industrial Average up 58. Welcome in. CFP Chad Burton, he is the Ayatollah of rock and roll when it comes to financial planning. How are you, Mr. Burton? Good, thanks. <laughs> the Ayatollah, I like that one. Yeah, I don't think I made that up. I think I stole that from somebody. With that said, uh, let's talk a little 401k f- fees, because companies seem to differ like golden clay. Some 401ks are ideal. Some 401ks are costly, and they've got a horrible product in them. Yeah. So what do we need to know in the world of 401k and 401k fees? Well, first of all, if you're an employer and you know you started your business, you had some employees, they wanted a 401k plan, so you started it, and a lot of times they started it with an insurance company. And the internal fees in these things are often around 2% to get the everything covered, and usually either you directly or your employees are paying for it right out of the account, and they're not going to lower the fees to the next fee schedule level unless you ask. Now, recent laws have said that, you know, as a a 401k program is an offering, they're going to have to send out a very clear statement on what the 401k fees are, so this is going to become a bigger issue in 2012 and 13, where people are going to realize the costs of their 401k. So, you know, once you have a good amount of assets in the plan, you're able to shop it. You're able to go to the Vanguards, the T. Rowe prices, the, you know, get no-load funds and even ETFs into the 401k plan to get the fees down for your employees. I think there's a law with uh, the teachers 457s and 403Bs. I think there's a law that if they ask for a provider, it legally has to be given to them. So if, for instance, in their district they don't have Fidelity, they could raise their voice and say, I'd like to use Fidelity that provider has to be made accessible to them, which is kind of cool. You know, the, the, it's kind of a backfire on what's going on in the 403B market because I used to be able to, you know, take a, somebody's 403B and roll it over into another 403B so I can manage it at the custodian right. that I use, which is TD Ameritrade. But that's almost impossible right now. So hopefully that changes. Um, people, you know, a lot of teachers get stuck with what they're in. When we started off as a young company, you know, you, you basically put your 401k assets with almost anyone, like you said. Yeah. Um, but a little bit later in life, as your company starts to mature, you have the power, and not necessarily they have the power. Early on, it does feel like you have to go with whatever anyone's willing to provide for you. Yeah, and it's a much more competitive market now, so a lot of companies, uh, you know, whether it's your ADP, your paychecks, or whatever, have 401ks that are pretty much a just huge array of no-load funds that you can use, and almost nearly a flat fee or a per-participant fee to do it versus super high management fees inside the account. So shop around. New Focus Financially has a 401k plan. Do you have any annual maintenance fees? We we have a per-participant fee and then the annual fee to file the 5500 through through the payroll company. What happens, and I was just trying to set a standard of uh, you know what people can expect out there because mm-hmm. obviously New Focus Financial is going to be on top of their 401k trying to take care of their employees. Uh, what if you work for a company that has a bad, like high annual fees or a housing fee or a trading fee or mutual fund fees? Uh, what's your, your mode of, you know, I, I, I get people that email me and they say, I just hate my 401k options. They're too expensive. So you've got to get two to three or four people together and you've got to send emails to the HR department. That's part of HR's job is to make sure that the employee benefits are run correctly. And part of the prudent man rule to make sure people are educated if you're going to offer a 401k, too, as a business, you've got to educate people, um, including yourselves on what funds are good and bad inside the program. Well, I work at Cron, and I could tell you that, and, you know, from talking to the teachers, I could tell you the HR departments, they're not very smart. Yeah. You know, the HR departments care more about sexual harassment versus educating people on investment options. Uh, and I'm the financial guy at a TV station, and then I see, you know, just these amazing just salespeople from just horrible companies come in. And uh, they bring pizza, and they're like, you should sign up for our funds, and their funds are the high-load funds. And HR doesn't know what they're, they're getting these people in doing. Yeah, and at least, you know, now if you're 55 or older and you have a 401k plan with a large amount and you don't like it, most plans allow you to do what's called an in-service rollover where you can roll over into an IRA, a self-managed IRA, um, 
at least a minimum of your contributions. Okay. So if you're really unhappy or you want some day-to-day help with managing your funds, you can call up a, a, your 800 number on your statement and say, am I eligible for an in-service rollover to an IRA? Okay. That way you can either manage it yourself or hire a money manager to, to do it for you. That's something you sometimes recommend where people want to work with a financial planner like yourself and all their assets are in their 401k. You say, are you X amount of age and can you do an in-service rollover because it's a way for you uh, to help them outside of their own 401k plan. Yeah, and, and a lot of it too has to do with uh, most of the time it's because we're looking at the 401k choices that they have and the bond choices are awful. Okay. And this is the hardest area to manage right now and where a lot of risk lies in the next couple of years is interest rates will likely creep up after the uh, quantitative easing process is over. Anything else that we need to know? Uh, you know, just on your 401ks too, it's something that you have to manage one of two ways by either rebalancing it through the automatic rebalancer or make sure you change where your contributions are going to rebalance your portfolio. I don't always keep my eye on my 401k. I kind of like let it accumulate, but there's a button that auto rebalance. Yeah, you can auto rebalance every one, once a year, twice a year, or every quarter. Okay. And mathematically, that just um, it's taking a look that you have too much small caps, and it's saying let's buy some large cap because they've underperformed. It's just yeah, it, it causes you to 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 sell high and buy low. There you go. It's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. So, in a move that you can only applaud and say congratulations, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. C.K. Stand-up comedian. He canceled his show. And what's happening, what's kind of interesting in media, a lot of comedians are taking the chance themselves. They're putting up their own money for a show. They're selling the tickets through their own websites. Canceled his New York show Sunday night. 4,300 people should stay at home. They shouldn't come out to see their stupid friend. He refers to himself as your dumb friend. It's nice when people do things right. Good to see. So anyhow, um, we can talk anything you want to talk about. Pick up the phone. Give me a call, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about, um, whether it be Star Wars and the sequel. When Disney spent... $4 billion on Lucas films. They didn't spend it for just Star Wars 7. We're going to get Star Wars 7, 8, and 9. We're going to see the end of this, this movie uh, nine-plex. You know what I'm trying to say here. So it's a long-term bet, and I think it's a smart bet. Buy Disney on dips. This little broker advisor, particularly action, and stocks mentioned. You're listening to Rob Black and your money on the Wall Street Business Network. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. There's always going to be losers, and there's always going to be winners. That's how Wall Street works. It's an odd thing to talk about. You know, Motown, Detroit, I think we could all say has gone through a rough period. They're starting to recover. The economic impact of Hurricane Sandy on the world, short-term, more spending. But that's bad because it's government spending. It's bailout money. But it's good because it's money. But it's bad because of the type of money it is. So there always going to be winners and losers. And today, San Francisco gets to enjoy the parade. And I think it's a loser for me. Do I think Giants tickets are getting cheaper? Nope. Owners get addicted to winning, and then they become the Steinbrenners of the world, where winning at any cost also means spending ridiculous amounts of money on players at any cost. And maybe that does, maybe that doesn't happen. You know, I, I hear a lot of people throwing stuff at the radio right now. I get it. I'm not saying definitively. I'm just going as far as to say that, you know, there's winners and losers. And I see things like that. So for the Giants... You know, every game that they played in Detroit brought another $6 million in economic activity to Detroit. That's big money. You know, a big series can get you $24, 25000000 million-plus. Uh, it can get you season tickets pushed up next year. It can get you a better TV deal the more series that you win. So you don't want a bad team, but you don't necessarily want to win the World Series every four or five years like the Yankees do. And again, I know you're saying, yeah, I do. Yeah, dude, I'm just going to watch it on my TV. 
<clears throat> well, at some point in time, it's going to look like Yankee Stadium, which is this coliseum of empty seats for most of the regular uh, season. And it's kind of sad and it's kind of tragic. Again, I don't care. Like, I'm not trying to impress you in any way, shape, or form. I'm just saying there's always winners and there's always losers. So, um, what else do we need to talk about? A couple days I'm gone, the stock market's closed. <laughs> awesome, right? One thing that we're learning from this Hurricane Sandy, it read the fine print of any sort of insurance product that you have. Ask questions. You know, floods typically aren't covered. Our government sanctions cities, states, and federal government sanctions building of houses on Long Island. I just think that's ridiculous. Long Island has no storm walls. I'm not going to say Long Island's the next Katrina because of the sea level issue and the location of the, you know, the housing. But a lot of multimillionaires had their houses destroyed, and they're not going to get that bad money back. If you ever have an insurance claim from a big disaster, get the ball rolling. Contact your insurance agent immediately. But before you have an emergency, why don't you contact your agent today or your company today and say, hey, I just saw on the news. What if that happens to me? What do I need to do? Make basic repairs immediately. So put a tarp on a roof that's been destroyed? Absolutely. You don't want the damages to get worse, and then you're only covered for you know, set amount. Compile an inventory. One of the best things you could do today, if you have homeowner's insurance or renter's insurance, take your phone, run through the house, and snap a lot of photos. A home inventory that you can keep in a safe place, like if you put it on your phone and your house gets washed away, and your phone gets washed away with the house, uh-oh. I've got a safe at my office in San Francisco. Waterproof safe. Fireproof safe. So I keep copies of all important documents online. I keep copies of all important documents at home, at the office, and online. If you get a chance to meet face-to-face with the adjuster, do. Keep receipts of any expenses tied towards you being evacuated. Tied towards you and fixing your home. Keep detailed records. You know, if you keep it a good detailed record, and insurance company is going to look at your detailed record, does every repair, and they're going to say, you know what? They're going to rubber stamp you through. Find about it out about any benefits that are out there. For instance, National Flood Insurance Program. A lot of times, a lot of people in the Bay Area, for instance, own their own home. And if my home were to fall over, I'd live. I'd be fine. As long as I'm not in it, right? We want you in it, Rob. We want you to die. I get it. I'm not the easiest person to love at times. But where do I go with this? I'm not quite sure. Oh, get second opinions. If you ever have a problem getting your insurance procedure paid, you know, contact the public adjuster. You know, contact the public officials who are elected to protect your interests. So storms always stop and make me, you know, I can turn Sandy into my own personal story, no doubt. I can look at it from the investment angle of Home Depot, Lowe's, Generac. Generac is the number one maker of generators. I see this as a trend. Last year we saw New Hampshire get crushed, Connecticut get crushed this year, New York, and New Jersey. We will, at some point in time, wake up and see that we have an aging population who needs electricity 24-7, 365. Be very careful if you buy a generator. Most people don't know how to operate them, and it basically bombs. So the storm is keeping millions of people from work. You know, when you hear every subway tunnel is flooded, when you hear the bridges and, or tunnel, and tunnels into, out of the city are flooded, like... Think about the productivity that's going to hit the United States. This is going to be a negative on the economic data. Some people believe that this could be the, you know, the final nail that does say we go into a recession. 
Think about all the ramifications. You know, with Disney acquiring Lucasfilm, I look at it and I go, you know what? That's risky. But you know what? They proved the world wrong with Pixar when Disney acquired Pixar. And they proved the world wrong with when they overpaid for Marvel. So I'm not saying that, you know, oh, they've got a magic wand that's never, ever going to slow or miss. But they've been doing pretty good. And I give the BOD. Yeah, you know me. I'm the BOD. Let's go to Rich in San Francisco. Happy Halloween. Hey. Um, yeah, so what is the future of the Force? I don't know. The, but I'm curious, what is uh, George Lucas going to do with his, all that money? Um, I do know that. He's already come out and talked a little bit about it. He's going to give most of it away in his lifetime. Really? He signed the billionaire's pledge. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so okay. it's, a, it, it's a win for you and me. Um, in large part, he's not going to send it down to his children's 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 children. Um, we're going to get a new Star Wars 7. i got to assume we're going to get an 8 and a 9 to finish off the movie uh, groupings. So he's already given $175 million to his alma mater, USC, which, again, it may not help you directly, but indirectly the amount of research and the amount of good charitable work and good education and how many students get um, scholarships, all very good. He's worked with Make-A-Wish. He's worked with Stand Up to Cancer. He signed Bill Gates and Warren Buffett's Giving Pledge, which basically gets America's uh, 400 richest families to try to commit a majority of their wealth to philanthropic causes. Uh, some of the times, that maybe it's like cutting down on the number of ch- unwanted children through you know, helping educate birth control. Maybe it's sometimes through uh, vaccinations of said children in the world that are overpopulated in the proper uh, How about world. Presidio? Do you know how was, was going to – I mean, he had a stake in the Presidio, right? Yeah, and uh, that's obviously now Disney. So, and uh, I would imagine. Have a Disneyland over there, man. <laughs> I don't know. So thanks for the call. Thank you. Uh, but Luke, you said today, I'm dedicating the majority of my wealth to improving education. I think that's key. He, he said, quote, it's key to the survival of the human race. We have to plan for our collective future. The first steps begin with social, emotional, intellectual tools we provide our children. Uh, where our public... Infrastructure fails. Bill Gates' plan to get people like uh, Warren Buffett, to get people like the Walton families, to try to get whoever they can to pledge their money, I think it's a good thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. You know, I plan to give a majority, not a majority, a big minority of my wealth to philanthropic causes. Do it in my lifetime. Why wait till I'm dead? Can't take it with you. So, so we're in the off season now of baseball. It's always fun to watch how teams react. But before we get to the off season, Giants complete the sweep. They got the World Series uh, celebration parade today. I say get to the city, enjoy, be part of the good feeling if you can. Don't get fired from work. But productivity in the Bay Area is going to go way lower. So people are going to be um, taking the day off from work, calling in sick. So anyway, I don't know what else we got. To get your calls in the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. I'm not sure what the point of that last caller was. It was cute. Oh, big winner of the World Series this year, StubHub. Online ticket reseller gets 25% cut of every ticket. That means $140 on standard room only ticket. Which was going for five hundred and sixty dollars earlier, in, you know, uh, before the fi- uh, the games. So two twenty five hundred, forty five hundred for a ticket for Super Bowls. You get a twenty five percent cut. Anyhow, and anyway, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Happy Halloween. We'll take a break here. We'll come back. Rob Black and your money. You can find me online at robblack.com. You can find me on Twitter, Rob Black Show, on the Wall Street Business Network. Again. Rob Black, and my name Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. What's on your financial mind? Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Greece's budget. Not a problem. Hurricane Sandy basically says everything on economic data in the next month or two, probably meaningless. 
We don't know how big this problem is going to be. It could be $50 billion. We assume it's at least $25 billion. Until everything gets cleaned up, there were boats on the Long Island Expressway. If I were to give you a perspective, it would be as if a boat washed up on the Golden Gate Bridge. Um, does not belong there. That would be weird. In a world where... In a world where mankind... In a world where we debate global warming, those candidates kept global warming off their ticket. We have a storm that shuts down the stock market, which it doesn't get shut down. Terrorism hits out, we'll take a day off. Two days. In that world, it's interesting the politicians, they have their campaigning delayed. Obama wanted to go to New York because it's a great place to get photographed. And Bloomberg, Mayor Bloomberg said, no, we do not want you here. We do not have the police protection for you. Stay away while we clean up. So it's against Jersey Shore, which has been decimated. Again, bringing up the idea that we really strongly need to look at our insurance policies, question what we have insured and don't. Oh. Did you know at Disneyland, every night, after the sunburned families and exhausted cast members make their way home, the park fills up with hundreds of feral cats. Cats are loved by public officials and park officials because they help keep down the mouse population. Not Mickey Mouse, but the mouse population. They've been there since 1955. And instead of, you know, chasing away, the cats say, go to work, cat. Make sure that uh, you get all the, the Mises. Now, again, you have to spay and neuter the cats. You have to catch them and put them up for adoption. But it was interesting that they turned a problem into a positive. The employees, they have to monitor at Disney, Splash Mountain, to make sure that it doesn't turn into Flash Mountain. And again, they they manage that brand. They control that brand aggressively. Disney had a mustache, Walt Disney, but he doesn't want his employees to have a mustache. He wants them clean shaven, as does the Yankees under old George Steinbrenner's mandate, shave. I'm paying you. I need you to look good. So for 43 years, Disney employees were not allowed to grow beards. But in the year 2000, the company took a giant leap forward, and they let uh, park employees uh, sport mustaches, beards, goatees, off limits. So management didn't like that as there's suddenly a stubbly look. So in order to have a mustache at the park, you had to darken it up. You had to grow it during vacation. Did you know that Disney World is its own city? Walt Disney became convinced that it was time to expand his franchise. He looked at several locations. Instead of just Disneyland, he wanted something else, so he wanted Disney World. So he had to go through two big bureaucracies. He petitioned Florida State Legislature to let him govern the land as his own, essentially making Disney World a city. You know, I've never been to Disneyland or Disney World. So, one of the mistakes that Disney did make was they bought some land in Manassas, Virginia, and they were going to make a Civil War-themed adventure park. And it was going so well, they were going to build an airport, they got the roads improvement money, they were going to do everything. And they made the mistake of saying, we're going to bring history to Manassas. And Manassas already felt like they had history. It would be like saying, uh, we're going to bring grandeur to San Francisco. We'd be like, hey, we're, we think we're a pretty good city. Right? Or we're going to bring culture to San Francisco. Maybe that's a better way of saying it. Anyhow, I'm digressing big time. That's what I do on this show. 
800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Trading is going on on Wall Street for the first time since Friday. One of the losers out there today has to be Facebook. It's a story that I don't like. Facebook insiders soon will be able to dump 1 billion shares. You've been warned. The first of three major lockup releases for Facebook hit on October 29th. The second release is going to be on November 14th. The third release, December 14th. So they're going to push their float of available shares, and that should put pressure on the stock. Um, this goes all the way until 2013 in May, where the final 47 million shares hit. But November 14th is the big one, 777 million shares. You've been warned. So I got that out there for you. Um, other things that we need to talk about? I don't know if there is anything else that we need to talk about. I think we've hit New York pretty good, pretty hard. Still earning season, so it's still something that we're paying attention to aggressively. Dollar index has been in the red all day, falling into negative sentiment as results from uh, demand hit the market. We're seeing companies return better than expected earnings, but still not a lot of record revenue. Record earnings, yeah, not necessarily record revenue. So in the end, you can only get so much productivity from employees. Do you think San Francisco have any productivity today? Today in the news of men's underwear and men's t-shirts, Warnaco Group is acquiring PVH, $2.9 billion, 34% premium. Disney's up 2.7% after acquiring Lucasfilm. Star Wars 7 coming to theaters 2015. Nerds rejoice. I'm Rob Black. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money. Got a Black Wednesday coming up. Not this Wednesday, but the following Wednesday. Learn more about that at kdow.biz. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on the Wall Street Business Network. Have you still not refinanced your mortgage? Well, soon you might be kicking your COW. Join us for Off the Cuff with Rob Black and Friends. A co-host casual networking mixer. Where you can mingle with top professionals in the world of money and business. Some of Rob's friends include respected pros in the fields of real estate, investing, money managers, entrepreneurs, techies, and more. Black Wednesday with Rob Black takes place November 7th from 5 to 7 p.m. at the Menlo Grill Bistro and Bar in Menlo Park, located inside the Stanford Park Hotel. Black Wednesday, Off the Cuff with Rob Black and Friends. Only from AM 1220 KDOW. Views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you. At 800 516 1220. So call in, we'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Welcome in, Rob Black. Your money, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and much, much more. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. I'm all in it for you. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. Again, how much do you want to spend on a Halloween costume? Candy, trick or treat? Mungalite candy. It's something that pushes the economy. World Series pushes uh, Fox ratings when in television. That's interesting. Do you have enough money that you feel comfortable going out and trick-or-treating? The only Halloween parties are being canceled on the East Coast. Pretty tough time to go out. They say uh, you always want to start earlier. 
That's the way to get the best candy. And you definitely don't want to wait too long to go out. Average person's expected to spend 28 bucks on costumes. Spending for the average person $79.82. Um, I don't know. A lot of people spend money on their dogs. Halloween costume. I don't want to say I'm a bit of a Scrooge, but I'm kind of a bit of a Scrooge. Be careful how much you spend on Halloween. Remember, it's not a contest. It's an exhibition. Be creative. So, my Robosaurus costume is pretty creative. It's part robot. Part dinosaur. Made out of cardboard boxes delivered to my home via Amazon.com. So maybe I, I could be an Amazon Robosaurus. I know you're saying pretty cute. I know. G4 announced cancellation of its two lead programming series at the end of the year. Attack of the Show and X-Play both gone. It's three months before NBC Universal's plan to revitalize the network from geek to GQ chic. Interesting to note that uh, companies are still, not companies, but businesses are willing to continually remodel their uh, business plan. Disney announced today a $4 billion Star Wars deal. Star Wars 7 coming to theaters t- near you, summer 2015. It's a content bet, but Disney's done one content bets before with both Pixar and Marvel. Apple lower today after CEO Cook overhauls management team. What else do we have to hit? eBay StubHub, big winner in the World Series. They get 25% of every cut of tickets sold through its website. San Francisco Giants, they also prove that you know you can overcome expensive free agent mistakes. You know, Barry Zito is in the most punishing part of his contract. They had a good year. And all is forgiven in the heart of baseball players. But I'll tell you what, San Francisco's uh, season tickets are going to be more expensive next year. Because they also paid Melky Cabrera $6 million, Hunter Pence $10 million. And those are mistakes. Melky, probably not so much as Hunter. Marcus Gudro, winner. Angel Bagan, winner. But the ball's in their corner in negotiation. Very good time to be Pagan or Scudero. And again, it's just a game, but there's business lessons to be learned there. Facebook insiders are now starting to dump more shares in the market. They were supposed to be able to on October 20th, but the market was closed. Well, it was a Sunday, but you get the idea that it's been closed Monday and Tuesday and open up today. Another 692 million shares. On November 14th, 777 million shares will become available for sale. On December 14th, 156 million. They did that in large part so they can get the capital gains tax that's lower this year versus next year. Even next year in May, another 47 million become available for sale. People like Sheryl Sandberg, 34 million shares can be converted. That's a lot of shares. There's a lot of shares coming out. And can you blame someone like a Sheryl Sandberg and say, I want a boat or I want a house or a car? I want a monkey. If I had billions of dollars, I'd probably have a monkey. I admit it. I've got a odd love affair with monkeys. Employment costs contained in the quarter. Boring. Dow's down 17. The Nasdaq's down 20. The SP 500 down 3. Even though it's a full day of trading, it's not a full day of trading. Okay, the volume that I'm seeing is very, very light on Wall Street. Jittery Halloween trade. Market's back in business. was nice to see. Home Depot, Lowe's, Generac. Generac, the largest maker of 
largest maker of generators. This is two straight years the Northeast has been hit pretty hard by a hurricane. Irene and now Sandy. Now you're saying, bust into a little, come on, Irene. Oh, I swear by the ring. Okay, lead singer of that band did a lot of drugs. And later in life, instead of being worth millions, he sells male dresses. I know you're saying, no, I don't believe you. It's true. He sells male dresses. And now you're saying, what's that mean? It means exactly what it sounds like. Dresses made for men. No, 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 no. Not not a kilt, per se. No, no, no. Over-the-shoulder dresses. Um, life didn't end well with, for him. Now, the songwriter of the band, who owned the rights, it ended up very well. So that's something you got to start thinking about. Good earnings out of General Motors, Phillips, MasterCard, British Petroleum. Let's see how old BP's trading today. Obviously, the Gulf oil spill. Stock's at 42. Dividend yield about 4.6%. It's not like catapulting higher, but it's it's not bad. BP's been put in an unenviable position of spilling oil, and then the government's going, we're going to hold you accountable. How accountable were they? How accountable was the rig? How accountable was it for the company doing the tubing? Ultimate responsibility? I don't know. Seagate Technologies down 1.5%. Hard disk drive manufacturer earned buck forty-five. Warnaco Group going to be acquired by PVH. It's kind of a men's underwear play. Disney hit up 2.7%. They spent a crazy aggressive amount of money to buy Lucasfilms, $4 billion. Hasbro, who's holding the license to make Star Wars toys through 2020, up 3%. They're a huge winner. they got to love knowing the idea that Disney is going to come out with a Star Wars 7, 8, and 9. And I get to bring, break out my Princess Leia hair for future Halloweens. Louis C.K. Eh, cancels the show in New York. It cost him a lot of money. But I like seeing people in bad times do the right thing. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on the Wall Street Business Network. Call Rob Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Um, big shakeup of management at Apple. Two key executives or high-up executives leaving the company in a not-very-happy kind of way. Short, what I want you to learn from that, success or failure starts at the top. The manager who was so proud of Apple Maps wouldn't sign an apology. I don't know if I'd sign an apology, only to get fired like moments later. Like, I, I could see being fearful of that. A public apology. Uh, but long story short, gone. CEO Tim Cook is embarking on a sweeping management overhaul. Some people think that he has no control, that he doesn't have final say, like Steve Jobs had final say. At one point in time, the iPad was supposed to come out before the iPhone, but when Steve saw the iPad, he's like, it's not ready for prime time. Send it back. So it's... Tim Cook probably should have sent back Google um, Apple Maps. They had a deal to continue to release Google Maps, and they, they failed. Massive, massive public PR disaster. Joni Ives, Eddie Q, Bob Mansfield, Craig Federighi, they're going to take on added management responsibilities. Joni Ives, Ivy, a lot of people think he is the next CEO. 
Fortunately, we got fired over salt mapping software in the Siri voice recognition tool, which also met with some criticism. Siri, where are my car keys? No, I do not want to marry you. Siri, send email. Send email to yourself. Ah, 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 ah. So, <clears throat> this is good. When you get rid of the guy who messed up or didn't mess up but oversaw Siri, which has been mocked, which will get better. When you released Apple Maps, which was mocked, which will get better. You're basically sending a, a message to all your employees. We need to improve quality. Browit, who uh, ran the retail division, he was hired in January. He was the CEO of Dixon's Retail. Since Ron Johnson left the company to go run JCPenney's, some people are now starting to see the turn. He reduced staffing, Browit did at some Apple locations, cut hours and limited store transfers. And it was a mistake. And we're going to go back to uh, the other big story of the day. I, I think there's a great story here. Disney agreed to acquire George Lucas's Lucas Films for $4 billion. Lucas is 68 years old. Iger is now about $15 billion on creative franchises, adding Star Wars and Indiana Jones. When he bought Pixar, a lot of people said, mm, never going to make the money back on that, Disney. But he added memorable characters. He added more IP intellectual property. Disney paid $7 billion for Pixar in 2006, which is interesting to note that Steve Jobs bought Pixar or pulled it out of George Lucas's Lucasfilms. Bob Iger at Disney picked up Marvel Entertainment for $4.2 billion in 2009. He already has made that back by adding the Avengers to the library. You know, the Star Wars saga has generated over $4.5 billion in worldwide tickets, second only to Warner Brothers, Harry Potter. The Indiana Jones brought in more than $1.9 billion. Mark Dannon from Channel 4 Cron said, we're probably going to see another 10 to 20 Star Wars films in the next 30 years. The universe is there. If Disney's really trying to focus on the, you know, the tent pool tentpole, kind of event pictures. There's huge carryover in the value in the parks and merchandise business. Hasbro's got the rights to make Star Wars toys until 2020. They're up today. Disney's up today. People don't think they're overpaying. Lucas, who's going to be a creative consultant on Star Wars films, he's going to receive 40 million Disney shares, becoming the second largest non-institutional shareholder. He's going to own about 2.2% of Disney. The largest shareholder is the trust of late Apple co-founder, Steve Jobs, who sold Pixar to Disney. Lucas said, I'm investing in Disney. That's my retirement fund. He also went on to say that he's going to give away most of his wealth in his lifetime. They say that George Lucas lost his ability to direct and that this is good for the franchise. Pick the right director, Disney. Pick the right director. It was interesting in, in thinking about this one is that a lot of people in the last couple of years have focused on Netflix and Amazon and how they get content out there cheap. And by getting content out there cheap, yeah, the, the big studios, they may lose some ticket sales and movies, but they also get advertised and marketing of some of the greatest franchises of the world. We get reintroduced to it. Now, again, when I rewatch Star Wars, uh, the beginning one, episode four, it was okay. It wasn't as magical as I remember as a kid. So, um, I don't know. It, just, it, it brings up that technology is helping as much as it's hurting. So, other stories in the news today. Storm is keeping millions from work. Slowing economic growth in the United States. Broadway shows, restaurants, hotels, Jersey Shore. If you want to go see where Snooki grew up, can't do it. It's got some problems going on. Big winner from the World Series, Fox TV. Big ratings win for them. Fox's competitors didn't have a sporting chance. 
Now, the big loser is also Fox TV because they only got four games. San Francisco's sweep earned a record low World Series ratings. Giants' four-game victory over Detroit Tiger was enough to put Fox top last week's ratings. Fox really wants an L.A. Boston or L.A. New York series. To the point that they may request it. It's important for us to remain focused on the series relative to today's competitive environment rather than by, by guy bygone years. So, you know, baseball costs NBC a chance to extend its four-week grip on the 18- to 49-year-old demographic. NBC's doing great. NBC Universe, part of Comcast. It's a resurgent network. They're being led by Sunday Night Football and The Voice. So TV has an investment angle. With that said, Facebook can get out there and basically say, we got a Super Bowl of eyeballs every day. Dang, that's... Who do I go with? Right? Oh, the questions. What else do we have to talk about? Hmm. A's are losing a couple pitchers. I bring this up because it's off-season now. Like, these guys are product. They're labor. I know you're saying, I wish I was labor. Athletics are losing Dallas Braid and Joey Devine. They cleared outright waivers. They've chosen to become free agents rather than accept Simon's AAA. Braden pitched the 19th perfect game in Major League history on Mother's Day 2010. Didn't really play much last year due to the old rotator cuff surgery. It's the A's saying, you know what, we got to watch our payroll, and we don't know if you're going to be any good or not. You as an owner of a company, you have to watch your payroll. So understand that when you invest in companies, you're basically investing in businesses. I don't know if that point gets across well enough. But Wall Street digs when a company fires people or says, you know what, we don't want to take a risk on that labor. Hmm. So today we got the SP 500 down one, the NASDAQ down 12, the Dow Jones Industrial Average down two. Some other stories of note today, and there are a couple. It's not the best day of stories. But Yelp was initiated with a market reform by a company I've never heard of called National Alliance. I don't necessarily have to hear of every company, but what I've never heard of National Alliance and I see the market reform, at this point in time, I'm reading the research for, like, fun. They said the company's near-term share price risk-reward profile is balancing neutral. Near-term advertising sales growth offset by exceedingly rich valuation. No mobile monetization and competitive threats. They look more favorably at the company's risk-reward profile under $20 a share. They think there's support around $15 a share. They say, think the company's shares have traded favorably into the second half of 2012 based on opportunity characterized by seasonally strong media buying. Can't really get into that story. Like, meh. I'd rather pass than be wrong. Two models of Apple's newest smartphone were approved by a Chinese regulatory agency. And yet we have the same story today that they've let, not today, but yesterday, that they've let two executives go. So sometimes you have to balance this and go, I get it or I don't get it. And do you want to bite off more than you could chew? Or not. To get your calls in there, it's 800 516 1220. It's 800-516-1220. I'd love a good stock question or two. You can find me at Twitter, Rob Black Show. Don't tweet me stock questions. I want them on the air. But you can interact with me at Rob Black Show Twitter. I'm Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. So, one of the big stories out there today 
Halloween has been postponed in New Jersey until November 5. That's interesting. It's that bad. Chase Bank has reopened 587 branches in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut that were closed due to rain issues and water issues, flooding issues. 9,000 people spent Tuesday night in 171 Red Cross shelters in 13 states. Mickey Mouse, meet Yoda. It's time the two of you met. Disney's buying Lucasfilm on a bet on content and characters. I strangely love that story. It's something we all know, and it's something we all understand. Taking a look at the overall market picture, what I would refer to as you know, the trending theme of the day. Big acquisition, Warnaco agreeing to be acquired by PVH. The VH stands for Van Heusen, the P. Phillips Clothing Company. T-shirts meet underwear meets button-downs. Wall Street likes the deal. Facebook's down 2.6%. Their lockup expiration is taking place. Zynga's down 4.3%. MasterCard up one half of a percent. Now, they had good earnings, but they also said that uh, revenue was a little bit weaker. Seagate Technology, they're down 3% today. Home builders are trading higher. But they're also trading higher in large part due to home improvement stores, not necessarily home builders. Home Depot up 1.4, buck 40 today. Storms mean you got to go get paint, you got to go get industrial vacuums. Every man should have a shop vac. If you don't have a shop vac, you're not a man. It's going to Paul and Orinda. Good morning, Rob. Morning, Paul. Yeah, we just wanted to get your take on Home Depot. I think they'll get any short-term bounce from this New York uh, weather issue and how it how it looks for the long term for them. Yeah, I wouldn't play it on the New York weather issue because that play was on Friday on the Weather Channel when they're basically at fifty-eight dollars share now. It's at sixty-two, sixty-one and a half. Um, more of a long term. It's a nice company. It's a well-positioned company, as is Lowe's. They don't have a lot of competition in Mexico. You can drive by a Home Depot pretty easily. It's an international company. Um, I like it. I'm not in love with it, especially not as a play on the hurricane. I would rather you look at other stories like insurance companies, which right now everyone's saying, oh, it's going to be negative for them. It's not going to be negative. They don't pay on floods. It's going to be positive because they're going to raise their prices in the future based on public perception that it's negative for them. Um, So I'd rather go to the other side of that angle. Uh, As far as valuations on Home Depot, it's pricey, uh, trading 18 times next year's earnings. But it's also a play on an improving home market, which is a better trend than, say, a hurricane. Uh, Short term, the headlines will be dumb people like me going, oh, there was a hurricane. and People have to go paint and get rid of the must. And if you don't own a shop vac, you're not a man. Go buy a shop vac so you can get the water out of your house. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm not a short term kind of guy, though. So just know that. In fact, you'll probably lose money if you try to start going short-term more often than not because counterintuitively, the play was on Friday. When everyone was saying it's the storm of the century, that's when you should have been buying it. When not everyone is saying it's the perfect storm, that's when you should have been buying it. So you're a little bit late to that party, but I'm not pushing. I'm not saying, you know, you're horrible. I'm just saying there's some risk built into it at this point in time. Thanks for the call. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Home Depot is one of those companies. The downside on Home Depot is, to me, they're kind of like a football field. You go in there and you're like, this is a big store, 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 store. And that's a little bit of a problem. If I'm going to go retail, I'm going to go Apple. If I'm going to go retail, I'm going to go with Amazon. Do you have enough money to get to a Home Depot? Sure, based on the trend of the home improvement sector. But then again, you also should look at companies like Williams-Sonoma, Lowe's. You should look at some other players. Cummins Engine, they report a bad quarter, but when you know we need industrial engines to like move things. So I think they're a play. 
Anyhow. What am I going to throw out there? I'm Chuck Norris of Financial Radio. It's not going to work, is it? Try, try and come up with a tagline. So we do have closer and closer and closer and closer and closer. We do have a, a march towards the fiscal cliff. Roughly this time next week, we're going to have a president elected. It's going to be close. So I'm not going to say we're definitely going to. But no campaigning today from Barack Obama. One of the side effects of this is it did slow down the campaign season, the, the big storm Sandy. But on top of it, I think you're going to start seeing – at one point in time, we'd be lucky to have one in 100 homes having a generator. I think we're going to move to five homes. If people could afford it, they're going to go for it because they, they now see the cost of losing the refrigerator. They now see the cost. So gasoline prices up 6%. So again, off-plane a little bit of some of the things you would expect. That should slow the economy a little bit more. Business activity in the United States contracted in October for a second month. There's some sigh of relief to see the worst-case scenario didn't unfold, but it's still a pretty rough scenario. The fundamentals are slowly improving in housing. That's going to continue to show modest improvements in coming months to the U.S. economy. Okay, i got a Black Wednesday coming up. Not this Wednesday, but the following Wednesday for those of you who want to fly in from Seattle and or in the Bay Area. It's going to be in Menlo Park at the Menlo Grill, Bistro, and Bar. That's actually in Menlo Park. You can find out more at kdow.biz. Get a podcast of this show, kdow.biz. Find me on Twitter, Rob Black Show. Let's take a break here. We'll come back tomorrow. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 